guys. I want to first start out today by saying thank you so much from the bottom of my heart to everyone who listened to episode one of the Fill Her Cup podcast. That was so exciting. You guys made it so much fun and just welcomed me in this little world of this podcast avenue that I'm deciding to venture down. And as we know, I'm no professional, nor do I have all the tools in my back pocket yet, but we're rolling with it. And that's just what we're doing. So last week was super fun. And thank you so much to everyone who subscribed. You guys literally blew my mind. I was not expecting that. So thank you again. I seriously cannot say thank you enough. So today what you're going to hear is a conversation that I had with my friend Heather, who is a writer. She's a speaker. I'm going to get into all that at the beginning of the episode, so I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I hope this story encourages you. It's just a small piece of Heather's story, um, all wrapped up all wrapped up into um, this package of a book that she is writing. So it's a small snippet from her book that we'll be launching to be determined. We'll definitely share that with you guys here. Um, But I hope you enjoy it. I hope it encourages you. And if you want to connect with her, I will leave ways that you can connect with her in the show notes. Enjoy. Okay, here we are. Hi, guys. Um, Today, I am so excited to be sitting here via Zoom. We are not in person, but sitting here via Zoom with one of my friends, Heather. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear her story and to um, hear what she has to share with us today. So before we dive in, I'm going to give you a quick little bio of Heather. So Heather has three kiddos with her husband, Robert, who she, whom she calls Cliffy, which I think is so cute. Shyla and Landon will be 17 and 15 in March, and Aubrey, her bonus baby, will be four in June. Heather is a writer and a speaker, and she is also a fitness teacher, gospel preacher, having completed her Revelation Wellness Fitness Certification in November. She is active in ministry, teaches Bible studies, and is always in search of opportunities to share her story, which I'm extremely thankful for. And in her downtime, she writes, reads, and hangs out with her family and her chickens, which I love. So hi, Heather. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. We had to um, give away two of our chickens today, which was kind of sad. Oh, that's so, right. Um, yeah. Make yeah. But I'm good. I'm good. It's for a good reason. You know, good. it happens. It's life. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's good. Um, so before we actually met, I asked Heather if we were at an actual coffee shop hanging out together, what would be her, her cup of choice, whether it's tea or coffee. And then right before we got on here, she told me, she's like, I'm coming. I just have to make my, <laughs> what were you making? What's your coffee order? Uh, so I love um, a, a decaf latte made with almond milk with a, just a touch of um, of a sweetener and um, cinna- with uh, cinnamon on top, nice. sprinkled with cinnamon. That's yes, good. Love. I'm the same way with just a tad bit of sweet. And if I wasn't pregnant, I would be sitting across from you with a good size Americano with like three shots of espresso. <laughs> 
So if you're listening, this is me, this is me not on espresso. So the energy with the espresso is something else. Um, cool. Well, before we dive in, I have to, I have to say that what Heather is going to share, the story that she is going to share, I do know a little bit about, and not just because, you know, we met before we were going to do our recording for today, but um, I have to share this because I think it's so fun. So Heather shared, I think most of this story, I don't know if the book writing had started at this point, but um, it was, it must've been two years ago and Heather was sharing this story at our MOPS group, but I had missed it for whatever reason. So sometime later in the week, I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to the recording. So I popped it on while I was cleaning the house. And I can remember just starting to vacuum. And I remember some of the things that she was saying. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to stop cleaning right now. And I need to stop and listen to this. So I'm so excited for you to be sharing this story and to learn more about um, this book that you're writing. So before Thanks we dive into the title and everything, share a little bit with us about um, how you became interested in writing and we will go from there. Uh, so I, you know, I, I've always loved to write, even as a teenager, I was, um, I loved to write poems and things like that, but it was never really encouraged. Um, you know, you, you can't make much money, you know, being a writer is kind of, um, what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when my, um, when my, uh, when Shyla and Landon were, uh, in preschool, uh, when they were preschoolers, I was healing from a lot of stuff that happened in my past and my therapist suggested that I write. And so I just started writing notes down and, and I began writing my memoir. And, and I was like, I love this. I love this. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And then um, just kind of, that's what I've been doing ever since. That's it's amazing. You know, and it's almost like when you're when you're in the flow of writing, it's almost like writing a symphony. It's almost like you're playing the piano. Yeah. And it just comes out because it's what you know, my the gift that God has given me. Yeah. So that's it. amazing. I love it. And I I wouldn't call my, myself a writer, but I do know that when I'm just journaling, because I'm really big on journaling, that it honestly is so therapeutic. So do you feel that way? Like just like getting into the flow of stuff? Is that like one of your outlets? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It, Stuff yeah, that's outlet. really amazing. If I, if I hadn't, if I, if I don't write for a few days, I'm definitely, I can tell, I'm like, why am I grumpy? Oh, it's right. Because I haven't yeah. been creative. I haven't, you know, done the thing that God has given me to do that, yeah. you know, that's that so gives cool. me the empathy. Yeah. And props for therapists, because I feel like <laughs> that's another thing. That'll be a whole other episode, like counseling and therapy, but I'm really. a huge advocate for that as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So Heather's book is that it's not yet released. So I feel like we'll learn more about that towards the end of our time, but her book is titled, but I prayed for a tropical vacation. And I love, first of all, I love that because I feel like everybody is like, yeah, I want a tropical vacation, but Heather's story behind it, um, is pretty awesome. So, um, why the title, where did you come up with the title? Well, you know, that it's really, um, it's what I prayed for and that's not, and I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, that's, that's exactly why I named it that, um, 
yeah God so when answered. was it when was it that you prayed for this tropical vacation and maybe walk us through that process of what that looked like okay so um yeah it was years ago I was I was in a slump um it was I I was um the director for mops at um at a local brand a local church branch mm -hmm. client and I was done with that my kids were in school and um, I didn't, really didn't know what to do with my myself next. And I don't transition well. So I, um, I started drinking quite a bit, you know, in the evenings and, um, you know, I wasn't watching what I was eating. I was, I was, uh, you know, addicted to sugar. Basically, I was really dependent on alcohol and sugar. Mm -hmm. And um, they were my, you know, my habit and my coping mechanism. Um, and I was still dealing with a lot of stuff from my past as well. So, you know, that's kind of why I was doing those things. And then, um, so I figured, you know, I just need, I need a change. I need, so I got a job at a local bakery and she's a lovely you know, woman um, who hired me. She goes for our, goes to our church, Kylie. Nice. And, <laughs> and, um, and I, you know, I, I was, I had a great time working there, but it wasn't it, you know, mm -hmm. I wasn't writing. I wasn't. And so I, it wasn't what I really wanted to be doing. Right. And so I remember um, sitting at the five corners, which is a really busy intersection um, yeah. in, in our town. And sometimes you have a lot of time there to think. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I was there for, I don't know how long I was there yeah. and it was just really gray and cloudy. And, and I just remember looking up at the clouds and saying, and just praying, I was like, you know what? I need an adventure, Lord. I need an adventure. And if it could be tropical, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, God has answered my prayers in the past before. And, you know, so I, you know, I, I know he's faithful and I know that I can pray, but, you know, a, a, a prayer like that. And, you know, he might just answer that prayer, right? With a yeah. tropical vacation. Well, yeah. yeah, he's God. Be bold, and, right? Be bold in our prayers. He really pray. And so... Um, yeah, I went home with anticipation of how God would answer, you know, with, with that. I was like, Ooh, you know, is it Hawaii? You know, I'm like, we're going to the Bahamas. <laughs> and then, um, and then, and then like a week later, I started not to feel very well. Okay. Um, and I found out that I was pregnant. And so there it is friends. Yep. There it is. Yep. And remind us of how old your kiddos were at this time, Shyla and Landon. So um, let's see, they were, um, let's see, well, they were 13, 11 when um, she was born. Mm -hmm. So were they? I'm sorry, Kylie, I'm spacing on their No, that's okay. okay. They were older, but this is, this is where I was listening yeah. to your mops yeah. recording. And I, just so everybody knows, I, Heather was one of the moms who would watch my kiddos when I would go to mops. Like I always looked up to her as a mentor mom. And then here we are, we were pregnant at the same time. But I was like, this is so yeah. crazy. This is so yeah. cool. That's yeah. when I stopped and I vacuuming and decided to just tune in. <laughs> so, so you were pregnant, you were not sick. Yeah. yeah. So, and I hadn't been pregnant in 11 years. I mean, that, yeah. it, that was a long time. So, um, you know, and I really, I remember just looking at the, at the pregnancy tests and in my bathroom and be, and just really having a conversation with God about what a tropical vacation looks like, you know, totally. this was not tropical. This yeah. was poopy diapers, you know, I mean, yep. back into the life that 
we had already got rid of all our furniture. I mean, we were not going, you know, thinking about going back yeah. to having children. So yeah, it was really a, quite a surprise. So then what happened next? Like what happened when obviously you had to share this with your husband and your family. Yeah. And so what was that like? Well, my husband was shocked. Um, and he looked, when I told him, he looked at me and he said, oh, I probably should have had that vasectomy a while ago. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh boy. And what had happened was my IUD failed. Um, I had had it, it was going on the fourth year and, um, yeah. you know, we just were the 1%. It yeah. just, it happened. Um, and so we were, but after the shock of, you know, oh, we're going to have a child, everybody was, you know, super excited, obviously, yeah. you know, the kids. And I, I blame Shyla because she had prayed for a, a sibling, you know, <laughs> I was like, that's Add a little of the prayers. <laughs> Yeah, God answered hers and not mine or tropical vacation. So that's, that's okay. really cool. Okay, so walk us through the next few months then. So here you are, you prayed for your tropical vacation and you had those conversations with God and now you find yourself pregnant, but you're excited about it, right? Um, yeah. So then walk us through, walk us through this pregnancy. So um, I was geriatric. <laughs> and you hit and for anybody who doesn't know that, what does that mean? So geriatric is when you hit a certain age that um, you're just, you're old, basically. Mm -hmm. you, you maybe should not be having children at that time, but I was 43, you know, so, so you just, you need to have um, more tests done um, just to make sure that the baby is healthy. That's right. all. Um, and every, every time I went to the midwife um, was fine. We, uh, you know, and I was very happy. I was healthy and, um, she, the baby was healthy and, um, yeah, we were, we were doing great. Yeah. We that's so great. awesome. I'm still working at the bakery, um, while pregnant and, um, I was exhausted being 43 and pregnant. <laughs> I know <laughs> I was really tired, but, uh, but so excited to, to be pregnant again. Awesome. Yeah. So how did the rest of, how did the rest of the pregnancy go? So, um, when I was about five months pregnant, um, I was working at I was working at the bakery, and I was um, I was lifting heavy buckets out of uh, you know a, a muffin. Um, it was like big, huge buckets that had uh, bakery batter in it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't be doing this, but you know, I was I was okay. You know, I was I had done it before, and I I wasn't that pregnant. It wasn't like I had a huge belly or anything. But anyway, I was doing that that day and, um, and then I felt like a really weird, like twinge, but I thought it was, um, heartburn or, you know, something like that. So I, I just ignored it and, um, I went home, took some antacid and then it just started to really get bad. I, it was like a sharp knife flying pain, mm -hmm. um, in the soft spot, right? Like under my heart, uh, mm -hmm. where my intestines are and I did you know that at that point like were you familiar enough with the body to know that that's where your intestines were no no okay. I, I was didn't. like I wouldn't have known, the, that. I known yeah. that no no and the um and when you're pregnant your organs move right out of the way yep. for uh, for the baby to grow so um you know I learned that 
you know, after, after the fact too. Right. But anyway, I thought, it, I thought it was gas. You know, I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought it was gas. And then, um, I, you know, I, I, I told my husband to go to bed that night and, but the pain got just so bad. I almost, I almost passed out on my living room floor and I had to oh. crawl to my bedroom. I woke up my husband. I told him we need to go to the emergency room. Um, and so we did. Yeah. He and this was that to... same night that from the morning at the bakery, is that correct? Yeah. It okay. all, it all happened that, wow. that day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you get to the emergency room and then how did that transpire? Well, they thought that I um, had a stomach virus. Um, they tried to uh, do an ultrasound, but I couldn't lay flat. The only comfortable position was for me to be bent over. And, um, and so, you know, it still hurt bent over, but it was excruciating when I laid yeah. down. And so they couldn't get good images. And he tried for like 20 minutes. And it, it so we, we couldn't tell what was going on. And so basically we just, we just gave up. They sent me home saying it was a stomach virus. Um, and I just, you know, I just dealt with it. Yeah. They and so at that me. point when they said, okay, it's a stomach virus, were you convinced of that at that point? And you, I was. How did, how, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, yeah, I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with me. You know, I just, I trusted the doctors and, you know, I really, I really thought they knew best. Um, so I, you know, I stayed by my, I stayed away from my family because I didn't know if I was contagious or not. Right. And it was really like the loneliest time of my life. Yeah. I mean, I stayed in, I stayed in my bedroom, um, you know, and I could hear, like I could hear hear their footsteps and I you know they they yelled bye to me as they went to school they went to battle you know I was just I missed like crucial stuff that my son was <laughs> I'm gonna cry That's okay. <laughs> that son, you know that my son was um like the dance off that was super important in fifth grade yeah those things I missed them yeah I can't yeah. imagine like how scary that must have been and to think you know, and then you're convincing yourself, okay, this is just a stomach virus, right? And, and to not, and to not know and to feel so isolated. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so what got you through that? What got you through that time? Well, you know, I prayer. Yeah. I didn't, I just, I just constantly prayed. I didn't. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's all I could do. Like, yeah. That's all I could do was just lean on God. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing, Heather. Yeah. Um, it was it was a week that I was going through this, you know, and I, I went I went to doctors. I went to two other doctors and they still didn't know what it was. They still thought it was a stomach virus. And one doctor even said it was a maybe even a bad piece of ven venison I had eaten. Like I had wow. I had, you know, like food poisoning. They they just didn't know. And yes. so what was the turning point then? Because we now, like, we know that it wasn't a stomach virus, but we'll get there. But what was yeah. the turning point for that? When did you, what, when was like the, the line drawn in the sand and something was, was turned around? Yeah. yeah so I was, um, you know, I just, I just had prayed and, you know, God, you know, the Holy Spirit just he let me know basically you know it's like you let me know when i need what i need to do when i need to go again 
um, to um, the hospital or doctors yeah. or whatever. I'd already been three times. So the third doctor I went to gave me medicine, um, gave me an, an, an antacid. And I, when I took it in the morning, uh, it was Friday, uh, Saturday morning, I took it and um, it blew my belly up. Like it was huge with, I don't know if it was gas or, or air or what it was. And so I was actually able to sleep and I hadn't been sleeping the whole and, entire and time. To, and to also remember you were pregnant during all of this. Yeah, like, I lost 40, yeah, I lost 40 pounds because wow. she was just sucking me dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and Aubrey was still healthy. Like the baby was just, and she was great, but you, yeah. your body was going and like your body, your spirit, like everything was going through this like horrific experience. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and during that time, um, so, so going back to, she had given me that medicine, the doctor did. And, and then, you know, after I had that nap, I just, I woke up and the pain was worse. Mm. The, you know, I started, I, I felt like I did at the beginning and I started to feel like I passed out. I was pale, you know, it was, and I texted my husband. I was like, we need to go to the ER now. You know, there's, there's not much time, you know, we need to get there. And I, my husband, you know, he was taking too long, you know, (laughs) he's like, we need to do this. We need to do that, which he, you know, he really wasn't, but, um, I was like, should, should we call an ambulance? I mean, that, yeah. that's how bad it had gotten. Um, but he got me there. Yeah. So he gets you to the hospital. And then um, what did they find? They found that I had um, a twisted intestine. Wow. So I went, yeah, I went in. I um, And they gave me a little bit of morphine in order for me to lay flat for the MRI. I had the MRI. And um, yeah, he... Uh, the doctors that came in and they, they said, yeah, that you, you have a twisted intestine. And I, I can't believe that you're um, sitting here right now, uh-huh. you know, that this, this happened, that you've been dealing with this for a week. They couldn't believe it. So had yeah. you not gone into the doctor then, mm-hmm. because a twisted intestine, like you hear that, but I, I did not know the severity of what something like that would have been like until you shared this with me as far as like, it couldn't, I mean, how much longer do you think it would have been? Because the doctor said it was like cutting off your nutrition, right? Right. Well, it, um, so the twisted intestine, if I had gone six, six hours, um, longer, I would have the the organ would have bursted basically, and I could have died from sepsis. Wow. Um, but the other thing that they found when they they made the incisions um, was, and because the organ, you know, when when they did open me up, um, they he did a small incision because you know that's their procedure. They made a small incision; they could take it out, but it had um, decayed to the point of tissue paper um, throughout that week. Mm-hmm. And so, and so they had to do make, you know, a 12 inch incision. And when they did that, they discovered that my small intestines were being strangled by, wow. um, scar tissue that I've had since I was born. And so they had be, you know, lost color and it started to atrophy. So he wasn't sure this doctor, he wasn't sure that he was going to be able to save me because of my small intestines, not, you know, so there were two oh, complications. Right. 
there, but um, he, but that it was just all God, you know, he orchestrated all of that. I mean, I can't even, so I, you know, it's like I waited that week. It, there was a, there was a reason that I wow. went through all the pain um, just so that he, so this doctor could find that, that I was, that I, you know, my small intestines would have been strangled and I would have died from malnutrition wow. eventually. I did not find that, found that. And birth. so my, and I, I feel like I've asked this before, but they, so this was going on, this had nothing to do with being pregnant, correct? Like this was already something that was kind, was taking place inside your body. Is that right? Well, the twist in intestine, they think happened, um, because I was pregnant. Okay. So the, the large bowel, the, the, you know, the large intestine happened because, um, the baby was, you know, uh, my organs were being moved out of the way to gotcha. make room for her. And, um, so that happened because of the pregnancy. Okay. So in a way, you know, this fright, you know, she saved my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically. That's amazing. Your tropical vacation, <laughs> your tropical right. vacation that saved your life, Heather. Exactly. Yeah. God gives us what we need, you know, and not necessarily what we, what we want or desire. And it's for, and it's for a reason. For it's, good reason. For good reason. Yeah. yeah. And who knows, yeah. you know, I fully believe that you will be enjoying a nice tropical vacation <laughs> sometime, <laughs> maybe in 2021, who knows? Um, uh, okay. So, so with that, in regards to your book, so is this what the, um, the main part of the book is about? And I know you also had a couple things that you wanted to read from your book. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't me to do that now. I'll do, I can do the first one. The first yeah. Reading. If you, if you would like to, yeah. And yeah. Um, so this, um, you know, this takes place um, right as right after my MRI. Okay. Um, and the, the doctor is still in the room, and and so this is a couple of things that I was thinking and feeling. You know, you know after that. Okay. After Dr. Cherish and my husband and I discussed options, then decided on immediate surgery. Everyone filed out of the room, leaving my husband and I in the dimly lit room alone. The light bulb in the hall buzzed and flickered as we texted our friends and family to inform them and ask for prayer. I remember studying my husband when we had a moment in between texts. His thin, forced smile told me he was trying to be brave, but the tears that formed in his weary eyes proved that he hadn't been sleeping. He was unraveling. For a week, all my focus had been on myself, and I'd forgotten that his thoughts traveled and remained on the grip of the reality that we, his wife and unborn child could die. I wiggled over to him. Our legs hung over the edge of the bed. Our feet touched as if we were lovers sitting on a bridge overlooking a river at sunset. I leaned my head against his shoulder and breathed him in. Our phones pinged and vibrated and our voices echoed in the hall, but we ignored it all and prayed. As, as our prayer ended, Dr. Cherish entered with his head bowed as if joining us in prayer. But after he indicated that if there were complications, my life was priority over the babies and I understood his somberness. Wow. 
So I'm so happy. Thank you for reading that first of your pregnancy then, and then bring us up to um, welcoming Aubrey. Woke up from surgery. Um, you know, I had, you know, an IV in each arm. I had a tube up my nose, you know, down to my stomach. It was pumping, you know, green bile out of my, wow. <laughs> out of my stomach. Um, yeah, you know, and I had a 12 inch, 12 inch incision, uh, down the center of me, down the center of my belly and I was pregnant. Yeah. Um, and they were, you know, and it took me, it took me a long time. I had lost 40 pounds. You know, I was the thinnest I had ever been. I was like 120 pounds, I think. And, you know, on my frame, that's really, really thin. My eyes, you know, they look like they didn't have any life. You know, I was just, mm-hmm. um, a skeleton, you know, a skeleton, a shell of myself after um, all of that had happened. But, you know, God provided, uh, he, my mother-in-law came and, you know, she, she took care of me, made me meals, um, mops, moms, and other friends, you know, came and, and um, made me meals, sat with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do any, anything. I didn't have any energy. Um, and the, the first time I went out of my house, I, it was Valentine's day, uh, or, you know, it was, I wanted to buy a nice meal for my family mm-hmm. and I went with my mother-in-law and I remember pushing around the car and, and thinking this was a mistake. Mm-hmm. I should have never, ever, ever done this. It was too early. Yeah. And, um, I felt like I was going to pass out. So, um, but, you know, and I felt, I was like an old lady. I would, you know, I wanted to go for a walk, but I had to, had to go like shuffle slow and lean against my, you know, my oldest daughter in order to even walk around um, the park in the back of our house. Um, So it took a long time for me to gain strength again, but I was strong enough um, to have a normal, um, delivery. And, you know, Aubrey, I had, I even had, um, I even, uh, gave, had a water birth. Yeah. Yeah. It's something I had always wanted to do. And, um, yeah, she was born in the water and they, um, yeah, I delivered her and they put her on my chest and she looked at me and smiled. Oh my gosh. That is okay. like, Ah, that just gives me chills and it makes me want to cry again. Um, Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. So amazing. She was so healthy. healthy. You know, she was my smallest baby. You know, I had, you know, a little bit bigger babies, but she she was like seven pounds. It's not small by any means. Well, that was was Evelyn and I felt she was small (laughs) compared to Henry. Oh yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, Yeah. Yeah, super healthy, so super healthy. You know, and there's times when my husband and I we reflect, and you know, I remember, you know, like she still be sitting on my lap and be like, "We could, we could have died." I mean, there's so many things that could have gone wrong. You know, she could, she could have a brain injury. They could have cut into, you know, the the fat. You know, they could have so many things could have gone wrong. But God was so good to us, and yeah. Can yeah, I, and you might've already said this, so I apologize if you did, but from the point that you went to the hospital, met with that doctor and had surgery, what was yeah. that time frame? Was it immediately? Um, yeah. So it, it didn't seem immediate, but it right. was, it, um, so we had, um, that's what I'm trying to think. Yes. It was the afternoon 
that we went in late, probably like one, Shyla was out of ballet. So it was like one, two o'clock that we went to um, the ER again. And then I had surgery. It was, it was late. It was probably like 11, mid, almost midnight. So, because I had to, you know, they had to put the order in for the MRI. They had, you know, there's just all the process and paperwork and all that they have to do um, for everything. Um, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you it's feel like? Like during that, like during those few hours, obviously that felt like forever. Did you feel, I mean, obviously I feel like you were probably feeling some fear, right? Because there was a lot of the unknown yeah. of going around it, but, um, and I know obviously God had his hand on this, but how was there any, and this may sound funny to some people, but was there any peace that you found in in that time too, as far as just knowing, like, at least we have an answer and like, we're walking towards some sort of solution. Oh yeah, totally. I was, um, I was totally at peace. I was totally oh, at peace with, with everything. You know, of course I had fear, you know, when you sign the dotted line on that, on that paper that, you know, and, and, and the doctor also, you know, came, doctor came into the room and, and, you know, he said, he said that to me about, you know, my life is priority. Um, like we could lose the baby. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's a fear there. Um, when I sign, when I sign the paperwork, um, there's fear there. That's like, okay, I'm signing this and I'm going to be under the knife really yeah. soon. Um, you know, and it was another thing that caused me fear, which was kind of crazy was they asked if I wanted to see a priest. And, and it caused me fear because of the whole stigmatism. Like we watch the movies, right? And you see the priest at the, at the bedside of the person that's going to die. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to die. I don't need right. a priest. Right. And then, but then I read, but then I thought, yeah, yeah, it would be nice to see somebody. And, we, and he was kind and he was, we, he held my hand and we prayed and he read scripture and he was an amazing, amazing man. Oh, that's um, good. So, um, and, you know, when I was about to go into the room, um, into surgery, you know, and as I, you know, hug my husband, see you later, hopefully, you know, uh, I, um, there was fear there, but, but there was still this peace, you know, this unexplainable peace that I had, I had prayed for an answer. God had given me the answer and surgery was the answer. Yeah. And so if I was to live or die, you know, didn't matter. Wow. Didn't matter. He had answered. Heather, you are amazing. And I, for real, because I, I can't imagine, I cannot imagine going through all of that on top of, you know, this unexpected pregnancy, right? Like, yes, you guys were excited and that was a thing, but just so many things and so many challenges. And, um, it's just so brave, like just so brave that that's what you walked through. Um, well, now <laughs> I want to know when your book is launching <laughs> or if there's a plan for that, because I want to read this whole thing beginning to end the way that you read that passage for real. Like it's one thing to have a conversation with somebody about something, but then to really like when you were writing that, you weren't sitting there having a conversation with somebody. You were like 
you were only with yourself writing that, right? So to get that deeper perspective is way different than just having a conversation about it. So I can't wait to read it when it comes out. So let us know if there's, what's the plan for your, um, the next steps of your book launch? So, well, um, I'm, I'm still editing. I still have, um, yeah, I mean, they say that authors edit their books. It could be 20 times. Yeah. I hope not. I don't want to be editing my book 20 times because um, <laughs> I've done it about 10. So, um, but anyway, so I, I'm going to finish editing. I need some people to, to read it, to just, um, so that, because I'm so close to my yeah, book. Another set uh, of eyes. Yeah. Another set of eyes to, yeah, exactly. Just to give me input. So of any changes that, that need to be made. And then, um, you know, I'm just praying for, for God to open the door for, for publishing. I don't, you know, and I think I've told you this before, Kylie, it's like, it's like this big obstacle or this door that, that I don't have the key for, um, because it's such a big world. The publishing is such a big world that I just don't even know how to start. And it seems really complicated. And so, um, I'm just, you know, one thing at a time, right. I'm just going to finish editing, have some people read it. And then, um, yeah, just praying. Just yeah, praying. and like we said, you ha you have the key. You have the key. You yeah, have really, the key. you have that like essence of peace and calm. And I love yeah. that. Like your story is so encouraging as far as like your faith and the peace that you find in that and the comfort that 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 it gives you and that it gives me. Like I experience that too. And I think that's one thing. But even <laughs> if there's somebody listening who wants to write a book someday, you know what I'm saying? Like even yeah. that is. I think you give that too, as far as, um, there's peace there, there's calm there. And like, you don't even have that essence of rushing, which I, which I, from an outsider, I look at that and I'm like, oh, and I feel like that's, what's refining this whole thing. And it's just going to be so beautiful. Like once it does happen, right. Cause it's all going to be in God's timing and you're going to look back at it and be like, right. Like he was faithful yeah, then exactly. during, during then, and he'll be faithful now. And he was so I yeah. think that's so cool. I'm really excited. It's, you know, I think I remind myself, you know, God wrote, God wrote the Bible Yeah. and all these people, right. Through all these people, um, the disciples and all of that. And, you know, God is writing this as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's all, it is all in his timing Yeah. and we'll lean on the Holy spirit and, and his guidance and it'll all come together. It will. You're amazing. You're amazing. And I'm so excited that, you were able to be my first guest. I was telling Heather, I was like, I'm so excited because you're a writer and you're a speaker and I'm totally not. <laughs> this is so good to like have you as a mentor mom and now as a, like a partnership and mom, because now we have little girls who are the same age, roughly, which is really yeah. fun. And um, I just think that's so amazing. So I'm so grateful to have you on today. And before we go, was there anything else that you wanted to share? from your book or anything that you wanted to share with people as a word of encouragement? Um, you know, I guess, you know, if you, if you are a writer, just, you know, or, or even if you have an idea um, to write, just do it. Um, and, you know, God will lead you. And, and it doesn't, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect the first time, the second time, the 20th time. Embrace <laughs> just the keep imperfections. Yeah, it's just, yeah, embrace it. It'll come um, in time. Yeah. Awesome. 
I remember um, saying before too that how you know, there's a million authors out there, right? There's a ton of podcasters out there. There's a ton of this and a ton of that. And even the Bible tells us like what is in history, you know, everything that's being done has been done before, but it's the fact that we have our own stories and we have our own perspectives that, and God created us to be in connection with people. So connecting with people through our own experiences, rather than just watching somebody and say, well, they're already doing that. So that's great. And they've got that covered. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like mm-hmm. I created you for a specific purpose and let this be it or, you know, seek me and let's figure that out together. So mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on today. And thank you so much for everybody listening. And we will leave Um, something in the show notes where if you want to contact Heather, you can contact her. um, And that's that. So thank you, Heather. Thank you for having me. me, (laughs) Bye. Bye.